Once again, it's the A&R Podcast coming to you live from the Jersey Shore. It's Angelo Gingerelli from FifthMovement.com. My co-host, Rodney C. from GardenStateHipHop.com. We got a great guest tonight. He's from Neptune. He reps Asbury Park. He's been all up and down the East Coast. Great live music, great video content. We're going to keep you guessing who that is for a minute. Rod, what's up, man? I'm cooling, man. We got a great guest. Featured him on the site when he was back in high school. Real talented dude. I think he's a great artist. I think he deserved to be on the list. Yeah, shout out to him. I've been hearing that um, name for years. Mir Fontaine, he's from Camden. I'm real cool with his uh, PR person and assistant, Jonathan Wingfield. He actually contributed to Garden State Hip Hop on a few bo- on a few posts in the past. All I want that you released on the night of the event. Mm-hmm. Too bad I ain't got my partners here with me. They couldn't make it. But um, the pizza parlay was something, um, it was more like, why not? You know, like, we got reach, man. We've been a lot of places in these past five, six years. Like, mm-hmm. just this whole scene, you know, doing stuff. So, we was like, we, you know, why not throw an event? And But we just had to find, we, we just had to find a perfect venue. And I think yesterday's, they don't get no better than that to me. So. I mean, if you can, tell us a little bit about how that meeting took place. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not sure in my conversations with you, you know, I'm, I'm sure I tell everyone. I've been trying to put stuff together for years yeah. for the hip-hop artists from this right. area and everybody else that I've met through through my website or whatever. And as soon as I mention the word hip-hop, that's essentially the end of, end of the conversation, right. straight up. So how were you guys able to pull this off? Um, how did you articulate it to them? Did you say, you know, <laughs> like, well, well, how, how'd it go? How'd the meeting go? Well, 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 we move around so much. So this is something we planned last year. We planned to do on April 7th, 2000, really? yeah, 2016. We planned to do this. But we was up and down, you know, up and down the East Coast moving around so we didn't get to do it. But um, back then when we went in there, we saw that, that, that you can rent the whole venue out for, you know, X amount of, you know, X amount of dollars and mm-hmm. you can have alcohol and all that. So honestly, like you said, I definitely believe what you're saying. Like, they don't play that. You know, a lot of places don't play that, that hip-hop shit. But it was the perfect the perfect venue. Like, I don't yeah. know. I just the stars aligned. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was the perfect venue. And then the, the manager was from Neptune. Okay. He, yeah, he graduated the year after 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 me, so he was excited. He was just as excited as we were. So, mm-hmm. yeah. But just the whole the whole the whole pizza parlay thing. It just was started just me just just like I'd be in my car with these crazy ideas, and I always like I just need quick. I need my homeboy quick down with me. Yeah. So I'm calling him like, Yo, we have to do this. We have to. I do mean, this. it was definitely like your type of steez for yeah. all you guys. Like yeah. the things I feel like I know about you guys from social media, the music videos, yeah. your style, of dress. I'm like, man, this is right up their yeah. alley. And it's so cool. Like, I wouldn't think of I wouldn't think of anything like that. It's uh-huh. so dope. It's a grown up piece of party with some cushion, some henny mixed in. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Joe, Joe, you talked about your 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 crew and your one of your friends yeah. just shouted out. Who who is that and what are their roles? Say if someone uh-huh. listens now wants to put together events and you know you're obviously a, a big part of this puzzle, but sometimes there's some other guys mm-hmm. involved. What kind of role do they play? Um. This is my brother. I've been around him my, for my whole life, but he's just a quarterback. Um, a lot of times, like my mind goes so crazy, so I'm thinking, of, I'm thinking of ideas all day long. Literally, like mm-hmm. all I do is study and think of ideas. So when I get an idea, I know to shoot it to him. He gonna bring that shit to life. Like he gonna right. make that logo. He gonna make them calls. He gonna invite them people. You know. Mm-hmm. So like I'm just lucky to have him. You know what I mean? Because Quickavelli on Instagram. Yeah, shout out to him. Shout out to Quickavelli because. It's 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 one thing to have an idea, but everybody got an idea. You know, you got to put that shit in motion, and that's what he do for me with everything. Mm-hmm. 
nice man he gets yeah. the wheel get the get the ball yeah. rolling and then you guys kind of make it happen as a, yeah. as a team after that yeah and he's and he's he's such a people person i am too but he really know how to you know he's how to make it happen yeah. Yeah. yeah okay is there do you have another one planned yet since that was so successful do you have a have a sequel ready to go or is it um, be next year or this summer what's the next move for you guys the pizza parlay is an annual thing so next year we're going to do that but we have something coming up we got a couple ideas i wish i could spoil it right now but i can't we got something coming up this summer though okay. just not like an outdoor vibe though Okay. Yeah. Nice. Let's that talk about good. the new video a little bit. You know, when I watched it, it reminds me of like some of the fav you know, some of my favorite movies, like the the mafioso gangster type flicks. Yeah. Like I in my opinion, I see like inspiration coming from the King of New York, Christopher yeah, yeah. Walken. I see some <laughs> belly in there. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. I see so, a little bit of juice, you know, uh-huh, like uh-huh. Yeah. T- tell tell us about the video, you know, who directed it, the whole idea. Yeah. Where'd uh-huh. you shoot it? Gotta take you, gotta take you to the essence with this. We um, we was down in Miami, uh, at Art Basel. I, I bumped yeah. into you down uh-huh. there. I was a little saucy when <laughs> yeah. you saw me. We was down in Miami, we, <laughs> down we, in Wynwood, cutting up. We was down in Miami, Art Basel. So we was at we was at our hotel. We had to get all the way back across, back back down to like Lincoln Road Mall. Mm-hmm. So we just started walking. We we get ready to call an Uber and we start talking like. Cause we were shooting videos in the studio, just one scene, cool videos. You know, we was like, we gotta, we gotta fucking, we gotta overdo it. We gotta start overdoing it. Like, you yeah. know, fuck that. It was like, like a mini movie. Yeah, it was like, like a short film. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, we gotta overdo it. So immediately, I thought of. It's funny you said those those movies. King of New York was one of them, but Goodfellas was the one. Okay. Yeah. Goodfellas was the one that did it for me. I'm like, if we can get a restaurant. So shout out to shout out to Brennan's um, in Bradley Beach, Neptune City area, Bradley Beach. Um, my homeboy Brennan. I went to I went to high school with him. He he let he let us run out the whole the whole thing. I'm oh, like, that's dope. I'm like I want to walk through the kitchen like Henry, like you know Henry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Henry, Henry walked through the kitchen. I'm like, yeah. even in even in the open credits, if you look, Joe College is like it's like zooming across the screen. Yeah, right you right. shake that's, my yeah, man, yeah, chef yeah. hand, that's, and yeah, that's good fellas all the way. So that was my big inspiration with it. You, you guys killed every at the thanks, production. Thanks. I, I, and a lot of videos I watched from you, the production. Uh, the production values are super high, right? Yeah, yeah. Do you work with one one director all the time, one production company? Do you have different? Wait, what's the what's the video process like for you guys? Yeah, well, I gotta I gotta I gotta talk about him in the same breath as my man. Quick, uh, my man Q. As far as as far as the production on the music, my man Q. Uh, he he been there with me for the whole time while I was doing music, just just adding ideas. But he started making beats two years ago, so he made the beat. And as far as the um the um. The videographer, my homeboy, um, King Ramses, life's a movie. Life's a he movie. shot the video. He shot the video. I'm me and him real close, so I can I can talk to him. You know, so mm-hmm. he don't rush me. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, you know, whatever ideas we doing, we gonna do it right. You know, I don't feel the type of way. Yeah, he don't feel the type of way. It's like if we gotta do a shoot, uh, like we gotta do a scene a hundred times, he gonna do it with me. You know. But yeah, as far as the music, my man Q Q Davis on uh, Instagram, he made he made the beat and uh, life's a movie. Uh, shot the video. Yeah, that that's a good collaboration, man. Yeah. You do more stuff with that that, yeah, you know, that triumphant of producers and directors. That it definitely works, man. Yeah, it's, a, yeah. it's a visually arresting video to watch. Thanks, man. Speaking of Q making beats for two years, I love the instrumental for this track. I really love that Mary J sample. Yeah. I thought that was really dope. And I mean, you use that a lot in your music. You got it on Pony and a couple mm-hmm. other joints. And I love it because for me personally, it reminds me of my childhood. You know, yeah. both of my parents were single when I was coming up. So my mom was playing a lot of Mary in the house. Mm-hmm. My dad would have Joe to see on when I was at his crib. So it kind of reminds me of those days. And I think it's I think it's dope that you do that, man. Yeah, bro. Because it f- takes it takes me back. We all got the same story. That's why I do it. That's the yeah. same exact story with me, you know, just relatable. Yeah. I don't even like I, I hate I hate the whole 
like nineties like people say you're doing a nineties vibe. Nah, this is who I am. Like I don't even like trying to I'm not trying this to go back. Like, this, on, is, yeah. this is really what you know, this is me, like hundred mm-hmm. percent. And this is shit that I still listen to, you know. So Right. Yeah, I think too, if you look at like as far as saying rappers are doing a nineties thing that they're sampling nineties music, nineties rappers sampled seventies and eighties music, yeah. right? Because that was what they listened to growing up. So it makes perfect sense that in yeah. two thousand seventeen, a young man like yourself would sample Mary J. Blige. There's a biggie vocal snippet on the right, there's a Jay Z snippet. It makes perfect yeah, sense yeah. that that's what you listen to growing up and now as a grown man, that's what you wanna wanna rap over, right? Yeah, exactly. We um we uh, dug those acapellas up at the time. We were dealing with acapellas because it's so hard to get a get a get a voice and and like chop a beat up at the same time. Mm-hmm. You know, the beat's too many drums, so we got the acapella. And as soon as he played it for me, I'm like, I was in Atlanta. I actually was living in Atlanta when he made that beat. He oh, sent yeah? it to me. I'm like, I did it that night. Now, how so long were you in the A? I was in the A for like nine months. Okay, yeah, yeah. almost did a year. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, yo, how'd you feel about your performance at the Fab Show um, last spring? It was cool. Um, it's just it's just too much. It's so much thought in it. I'm like, should I do this song? This song is this type of crowd, you know. So mm-hmm. I definitely liked it. I mean, you no, know, it was cool. I feel like with my performance is the best thing. No matter how I do the best thing, I always say I'm glad that it doesn't sound like anybody else that performed. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, so you're gonna remember me whether you liked it or not because it didn't sound like anything else. Yeah, and I mean, y'all night. rolled up in devil's jerseys. Yeah, yeah. You know, so <laughs> yeah. it was hard to forget. And and the show was great. I think you put on a great show. I was looking at the audience. I wanted the audience to feel it a little, yeah. just as much as I was. Yeah. Because I, I really see the potential in what you guys do, and I, I watch everyone. Yeah. I think you guys have one of the more cohesive, yeah. organized, and professional music collectives in the area. Yeah, you know, thanks, and I support man. you guys heavy. Thanks. Um, so, yeah, I mean, uh, like like you, I, I thought it was cool. I, I thought it was great, honestly, but I wanted the audience to rock with it a little bit more. Yeah. Hey, Joe, Joe, as a performer, let me ask you this question. You, you've obviously opened up for Fabulous. I'm assuming you opened up for other you yeah. know, national acts, and you've done some shows and events on your own, right? Yeah. What, what's the difference, and is it way harder to open up, say, from, from an outsider perspective, or someone who does not mm-hmm. rap himself, if I, see, if I see people going to a Fab concert, they want to get there the minute before Fabulous goes on, yeah. watch him do, you know, girl, you be killing him and holler back and, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm a big Fab fan. I'm yeah, throwing yeah, a little blank yeah. right now. And then it, whatever happens before that, they're kind of like, oh, man, get this over with. I want I came here to see Fab. Yeah. So is that a harder crowd to perform for than somebody comes to one of your events, say? Um, kind of, but it's crazy. I see you got the Naughty by Nature shirt, and I heard I heard um, Vin, Vin Rock say something before. If you if you can't bring people out, if you can't bring your own crowd out, then I don't know what the hell you're doing. You know what I mean? That's that's you got to be able to have at least 15 people in there for you. So they rocking with it if nobody else is rocking with it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good point, man. Bring yeah. your own, make 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 it your show yeah. to some extent and say if you're 15 your own people and convert another 15 people, you have 30 go. fans at the end of the night. There you go. All right. All right, so I want to talk a little bit about, you know, uh, you you becoming a hip-hop artist. I know the first track I heard by you was uh, My Life. Mm. You uh, you did that over the... Elzai beat, yeah, Elzai, his version yeah. of Will um, Sessions. Yeah, the Will Sessions. Yeah. I thought it was dope. I mean, you probably won't believe me, but I showed at least ten or fifteen people that video because <laughs> I thought it was so dope, yeah. and I would bump that track like every day because I thought, and I was surprised that it was you. Yeah, yeah. Like because I played against this guy in football and basketball growing yeah. up, and then when I saw the video, I'm like, yo, like that's that dude from Neptune, you know? Yeah. And it just blew my mind, and it was so cool. So tell us about that, and tell us what you did before that when you really started becoming a rap artist. Um, my life is one of the one of my biggest songs um, for the people that know me, because it's just a autobiography of mm-hmm. my whole life. 
Yeah, I had the wedding scene yeah, in the video just with everything, your mom. Just, yeah. just, just clips of me growing up, and then with the um, with the fraternities, I got, I took that out of page of Chub Rock book. Chub Rock got a video where he mm. got he got fraternities and his right, shit. So right, right, right. Like, that's what I want to do. Yeah, like, that that's all I do is study. That's all I do. Mm-hmm. So took page out of Chub Rock video, but um, yeah. As far as me rapping, man, I always say like, it's a part of the culture. Like, mm-hmm. that's it. That's all I can say about me rapping. Like, if you like everybody, I feel like. Everybody has has tried to write a rap, you know. Mm-hmm. I was I was pretty good with it, so I stuck with it. I probably was doing it at like fifteen. At first, I used to do the hooks. I used to just do the hooks with my homeboys. Then I tried the verses, and the verse it was so good the first time. It just was like just keep going. Now I was playing sports and I was in school, so I do it every now and then. But when I got to about 21, 20, 21, I was like, nah, this is it. This is what I'm trying to do. Mm-hmm. Hey, man, since, since you brought up Chubb Rock and said he had a cool influence on that video, which yeah. obviously came out dope for you. Um, and we already talked about Biggie at length being the anniversary of his death today, unfortunately. Where would you guys rank Chubb Rock in the ranking of morbidly obese rappers? Because I, <laughs> I have a very, I have a very strong opinion on this. Hey, where do you, where do you put him? Chubb Rock would have to be like four, four, four or five. Yeah, okay. top five. I agree, yeah. top five. Yeah. Biggie's number one. Yeah. We all agree on that, right? Yeah. I pun. think puns too. Yeah. Even though I he had one pun, real album, pun is number one. Pun really? is a big boy. Yeah, I ain't no, well, as far as his weight, yeah, yeah, but for a musical output, I think I was oh, a little oh, better. Yeah, yeah. And I think, but even that though, I'm not mad. Whoever, you know, it's like that's so debatable. You know, what yeah. I mean? yeah. I'm gonna go heavy, heavy D three, and then yeah. Chub Rock four, maybe yeah, something like I that. See that. Yeah. I think, uh, I think heavy D, kind of like Chub Rock, in that their hits were kind of like dance yeah, party yeah, records, yeah. but he just wrapped their asses off when you listen to the verses. Hell yeah. Um, and then Chub Rock, Biggie, everybody he, he knows. bodied this Crooklyn verse. Yeah, yeah. Crooklyn you know what's funny, man? I've Chub Rock was recently on the Ed Lover podcast about a month or so ago. So I kind of got, I kind of, I didn't forget about him. But I hadn't listened to him in a while. So once he was on that, I went through his Spotify and listened like his like ten most played songs. Yeah. He's got more good records than you think he does. Yeah. He's got more, you know, his, his catalog's a little deeper than I thought. Um, and and dope, like really good. Yeah, much loved in Brooklyn. Like he he, like like just like you said with the heavy D light on his feet, just yeah. just fun, just having fun. You know, I got, I, mean? I got a, I had a good question for you, man. Since you since you rep Neptune and Asbury, uh-huh. we brought up the Crooklyn Dodgers records twenty plus uh-huh. years old now, and then the Crooklyn Dodgers Part Two, the next yeah. song, which I believe is ninety five. Um, if we're gonna make an Asbury Park Dodgers type record, right, the three hottest MCs in Asbury Neptune right now, and you can't be on it, you, you're in the back. Maybe you're doing ad libs, maybe you're doing the intro. Joe College is not rhyming on this record. Who are we putting on the, the Asbury Park Dodgers 2017? Damn, That's a very know. good question. I don't know if I can answer that, man. We're no, so, you have to answer the question. We're so, we're so up and down, man. I don't know. I can't throw somebody's name okay. out there and then two two weeks from now they dissing me and shit. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's I gotta, fair. I can respect that. You know that. what I mean? We got, I, you know, it's definitely talent. I got people that I looked up to coming up, you know, that's mm-hmm. still doing their thing out there, you know. And then as young as I, I always tap in with the youngest, like they got the, like, naturally we out of touch, believe it or not. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I always check out the youngest and shit. But those, you know, they know who they are and shit. Speaking of Asbury, real quick, I need your props on one other thing. I think your videos, which you're already harped on how, how professional looking they are and the high yeah. production value, I think you guys and your crew make as good a use of the Asbury Park landscape as you possibly can. There's so many cool you know, old buildings and murals and venues and, and then the beaches right there. And I feel like there's so many artists in Asbury that don't make use of that in their videos. You know, yeah. They want to go shoot a video in the city or they want to shoot a video in Philly. You guys keep it right at home and just crush the visuals of Asbury Park. Yeah. Um, I definitely. Th- what what kind of inspired that? What made you say like, there's no reason to go on location. We got the location right here. Man, just in life, I just feel like life. This is a life lesson right here. Most of the time, we go looking for shit. 
when we have, you know, we have this shit right in front of us. You know what I mean? Just the whole history. Like, like I said, I study. I'm a product of the past and the present and the future. You know, so when you look at a a, a piece of land like like the one we living on, it's like it's all here. You know what I mean? It's all here. Like I feel like a lot of Jersey rappers right now are going with the gang shit, you know, and all that. And it's like, that's cool, but that's really a Cali thing. So mm-hmm. you're not really going to bust through waving a flag. I feel like flags, Cali's not even you know off that anymore. See, see, but then, but like, YG and Nipsey, that shit is right because they from them street, like that exact street. And I'm not trying to say that over here it ain't official or whatever. I'm just saying it's just not, that's not what people relate us to, you know? So you got to get back to that rugged, that ruggedness. I feel like Asbury Park is so rugged. It's just rugged and just perfect. It's, it's, it's historic and it's, it's just rugged, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So I always try to take advantage of that. Speaking of that, um, you know, you mentioned, you know, the, this whole scene in this whole area. You posted something on social media mm-hmm. with Atlanta rappers and Jersey rappers. Mm-hmm. Tell me about that a little bit. Um, I just, just been seeing Jersey rappers just post like a, it's just a little ladder. It says Atlanta rappers helping each mm-hmm. other up and Jersey rappers knocking each other down. And I just I had to post it. I'm like, just stop posting that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like. Like I feel like now we all, we have all the resources. If you have the ability to put something out, then that's it. Like you know, that's all you need. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And if you're not on, it's because we gotta make better shit. That's what I'm, that's what I'm telling everybody. We gotta make better shit. We gotta stop with the complaining, man. Like rappers, people gravitate to winners, and rappers are winners. You know what I'm saying? So if you're just complaining and shit all day, that's just not that's not gonna help anything. Mm-hmm. Nobody gonna want to listen to you. You know right. what I mean? Because it sounds like you're losing. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Speaking of that, um, you know, you and I, we we talked in the past. We actually went out for drinks. Mm-hmm. You and I and Q, we had a good time. We got to do that again too yeah, this definitely. summer. Um, you know, you said you felt like you were putting out music, and it wasn't nobody was really gravitating towards it. Yeah. What do you think are some of the things that have held you back as an artist? Um, with me, it's just my mind. Like, I stand in my own way. Just thinking like that, like fuck it. If they don't, if they don't like it, keep going. You know, like mm-hmm. I feel like. I know that I'm good. I know I feel like people know that I'm good. It's like all of that thinking and being too little, too strategic. I feel like that's that stood in my way a lot. You know, sometimes you just gotta just put the just step down on the gas and just go. Yeah, and like, just you go know, with your gut. Yeah. yeah, I was putting out five songs and then three of them be good. But it's like in the climate we in now, put out twenty songs and thirteen of them good. You know, like mm-hmm. fuck it, just go, go, go. You know what I mean? Until you get your result. There's really no excuse anymore at all. I don't even like making excuses for myself anymore. Mm-hmm. Now, was it you? I, I'm pretty sure it was you. Did you reach out to Complex and a journalist hit you back saying that you had mad potential? Um, probably. At one this was maybe a year or two ago. Yeah, I, I'm, uh, I'm almost yeah. certain it was you. Yeah, I know. I, I had did it with the source. Um, it was a, it was a couple spots. I, yo, that's what we do. Do you I still reach, out, reach to out to those publications? Um, yeah, my homeboy Q. Shout out to Q. He on them emails all day. We mm-hmm. doing this shit all day. We act like we live this shit. You know, he's doing that shit all day. I don't have to ask him to do anything. I have a question as a as a reader and you know somewhat of a connoisseur of hip hop media reads a lot online and got had a, a subscription access on the source forever don't anymore because no one reads print media right but um as an artist trying to break into those kind of publications right where you guys are your own machine correct mm-hmm. you you're not backed yeah. by a major label or nah. another publicist how hard is it like is the deck super stacked against the little guy in this or is it do you have a shot to get in like an unsigned type column can or something I answer like that? that before he answers absolutely as a as a music blogger I feel like. It's not so much about breaking artists anymore. It's more for the clickbait. And then when you f- do feature music by Joe College, you're not really writing anything about it. 
You may post a blurb that came with the email that was sent to you, but you're not really taking the time to digest it. And hold on, while I'm on the mic, I'm going to defend myself. This is the reason why you may not see as many posts on Garden State Hip Hop, because I sit down and I listen to the music to determine if I like it or not. Yeah. I just don't post it to post it. You know, right. So are, are we I think what we're all kind of agreeing on is that if you have half a million views or something on YouTube, right? Mm -hmm. At that point, the source, double XL, whatever, has to kind of acknowledge that you're doing something, right? Because you have a built-in fan base and some percentage of that half a million clicks, you're going to come and click your site, right? Yeah. Whereas you might be the hottest guy in the world with 50 views and you're really bringing nothing to the table for that publication, correct? Right. Because it's only 50 people mm -hmm. that might be interested in who you are. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess as an artist, how do you how do you deal with that? How do you decide, I need to get as many views and eyes as possible to be palatable to the bigger publications, but I still got to make stuff that me and my crew think is hot. Is that a tough, kind of yeah. like a tightrope to walk down? Just like I said, I don't give myself any excuses no more. I feel like we want people on the internet all day. Get them view, get them, get that five hundred, a thousand. Get them, you know, get them views. I don't care what you got to do. Get a team, start spreading it. Just get them clicks. I just feel like nowadays, if we have the ability to make the music, like if you, like if you're looking for a studio or something, that's a whole different shit. But mm -hmm. if you have the ability to make this music, it's so many ways to get it out there. So many PRs that you can, that you can just for a small fee, they'll put your shit everywhere. You know, you just mm -hmm. have to educate yourself on the game, educate yourself on the behind the scenes in the business. You know what I mean? But like I said, as long as we make as long as you're making good music, it's gonna get hurt. I don't give a fuck. You know, it's gonna get hurt. Okay. Good, good, man. Um, another video I liked yours a lot, the Knowledge Born video. Uh -huh. Um, that's a couple years old, correct? Yeah, yeah. When did that when did you guys drop that? Probably 2017, about four years ago. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, there's a there's a pretty the whole video is a kind of a training sequence, yeah, almost yeah. like from a Rocky movie type vibe. You guys right. are in Asbury Park High School running uh -huh. the stairs and boxing and stuff like that. Right. Do you have a background in athletics, or what made you pick that treatment for the video? Yeah, hell yeah, I got a back. That was everything. Athletics was everything to me before okay. it was Joe College. It was just me. Joe just, Sports. Yeah, it was just exactly <laughs> for real though. For real, it was just like I'm just so into that. And then boxing. I, I mean, I'm, I've never boxed, but I'm just very into boxing like me and one of my me and one of my close friends at one point that's all we used to do was watch boxing dissect boxing i feel like i learned how to box just from watching it you know what i'm saying so <laughs> yes yeah. super producer maddie coming through again the yeah. sound effects also these are there's a really cool part in the beginning of the video i want to want to give it acknowledge when the young kid walks up to you on the street the instrumental from ll cool j's pink cookies and a plastic bag is playing yeah, yeah. um that is an amazingly obscure reference to a, a single from i believe it was 93 yeah. what made you pick that instrument for the beginning of one of your bigger videos. I, first of all, I love that song. I'll defend yeah. it to anybody. Um, yeah. I'm an LL fan. If you listen to the podcast, you know that. What made you pick that instrumental to kick off your your big time video? Listen, <laughs> I'm, I'm I, listen. I was 20, like 21 when I dropped that. You said pink cookies in the plastic bag. I know that. A lot of people don't know that shit right there. Okay. I know that song. But Mob Deep, Mob Deep sampled the same thing. So yeah. I was, at okay. that point, I was so big on Mob Deep. That's all I was listening to at that point. So I was like, we just need to have a some kind of some kind of instrumental to go to just go into the video now in the beginning i wanted the sister nancy bomb bomb the uh the reggae yeah, shit but yeah, yeah. youtube wouldn't allow it so i'm like we're just gonna use this mob deep shit so that's that's mob deep right there all uh, right just real quick uh, aside being a mob deep fan have you read prodigy's book not the yeah. cookbook the original yeah, my yeah. Yeah. life yeah. Oh, amazing yeah. is it not yeah. an amazing so, work of literature listen i've been passing it off since i since i bought it like please read this yeah i've, I've given i've loaned that to a bunch of people is that and, after his bit Yes, yeah, I think yeah. he might have wrote it in jail, kind of thing. Like it came out at the same time. Okay. Um, it's probably what three, four, maybe five years yeah, old. So it's been five. out for a while. But um, 
if you, there's two scenarios if you're a mob deep fan you should read it right yeah. if you're just a person that doesn't know much about mob deep except for them getting like dissed by jay-z and yeah. you know kind of sign and drop by g and all that stuff and the l's they've taken over the years you should read that yeah. um but either way there's something there for anybody on the mob deep spectrum yeah. of prodigy's life a queen's spe- a queen's bridge spectrum of Nas, whatever just read it you're gonna get the background on all of that with that like them saying that they knew Nas. It's just, he was the same guy back then you know yeah, that Queensbridge Housing Project is an, it's an amazing story where yeah. you know one building or you know four or five buildings turned out twenty great rappers. Yeah. Capone Noriega from Capone yeah, Noriega, sure, right? tragedy from back tragedy, in the day. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think Nature, Nature, nature Cormega, yeah. the firm, all that. Yeah, um, what's your favorite Mob Deep track ever? My favorite Mob Deep track. It's hard. Um, I like Give Up the Goods. I like uh, mm, the Realist. Um, Rod, you got yeah. one? Favorite Mob D? Yeah, I'm going to go. Sh- I, I got to go. With the, it's it's the most popular, but it's my favorite of Shook Ones Part 2. Yeah. I've also never. I like Burn. Burn's legit. Man. Burn's legit. Uh, also, I saw them not that long ago, like within the last five years in the city. And when rapper Big Noid comes out and give up the goods, the crowd goes apeshit crazy, <laughs> which I, I can't imagine he gets that response anywhere else. He's only got one verse in his whole career. Yeah. But legit, like, say there's 5,000 people in the venue, everybody loses their mind when that guy comes on stage. And I'm assuming, like, he goes home and goes to a day job the next day. Yeah, like, there's, yeah. no, there's no albums, there's no EPs, there's just this one verse that he does or mob deep and blows the spot up every time he performs yeah. it. The reason I love the Noid verse is because, like, as all, as just as rappers, we all have the guy that don't really rap. Right. But he rap, you know what I'm saying? And he yeah. come on, and he might, he might, he might come on and kill some shit. He, yeah. Yeah, he, he, he killed that shit. On I, like, I think I like to think the conversation in the studio with him was like, all right, look, we're gonna make <laughs> ten albums. We need one verse from you. Can you do that? He's like, all right, give me a year. I'll come back with something. Nah. And he came back with just the hottest sixteen ever. Nah, you know what that is? That's called a go-to verse. Yeah. I yeah. feel like if you grown man, I don't give a fuck if you don't rap. Right. Have that go to sixteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No matter where you at, you can spit that shit. Yeah. You know what I, mean? I, I find I find myself as a grown man that does not rap have battle raps on deck for people I work yeah. with at my nine to five job. Like, why would I rap battle a fifty year old woman? That doesn't make sense. But I got I'm ready. Like I got him in the chamber, yeah, ready to yeah. go. You smart man. Yo, listen. Get your go to sixteens ready. I don't care where you work. Your librarian don't matter. Get your go to sixteen ready. Speaking of go to sixteens, I want to talk about a few of your tracks. Um. Mm. Tell the listeners a little bit about what we do. Oh, damn, yeah. Um, what we do, uh, me being at school, and everybody left. I was there at the summertime, and I had this big-ass speaker. I'm talking about big as hell, just sitting next to me. I'm playing beats all day. And when I hear that, it was summertime. Like, I just need I need something like this. This shit fit me more than anything, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And we had and we had just bought a grill. The first day the first day it hit 70 degrees out there. We bought a grill, so it was yeah, like, yeah. we on the grill, pass me a motherfucking brew, two honeys mm-hmm. on the grill, you know what I mean? So And then the last song, I mean, the song I sung at the end, just perfect, yeah. you know what I mean? Alicia so, Myers, yeah, it's perfect. harmonizing I on it, yeah. yeah. I wasn't mad at that. What about Live at the Jungle? Live Featuring at the Jungle. Featuring Money. Live at the Jungle is just, we had a studio on Freehold, and just all types of artists used to be in the freehold and mm-hmm. just in that in that uh in that studio. So you had producers in there. So it was a producer next door. And I would go in there and he would play beats for me. And I used to be like, Yo, you hear this shit? Like beats is fucking crazy. So he like, you can have that beat. So I took it, I recorded my verse and uh the hook and it just was sitting there for a minute and I just ain't do nothing with it. And I, I, I called Ja. So like, yo, just hop on this shit with me. Matter of fact, Ja was Ja was already there because we all we all was there, you know what I mean? So he came in the side room, he like I'm ready, like, and we just he just laid that shit down, mm-hmm. he killed it. So, 
Do you listen to a lot of West Coast music? Hell yeah. Yeah? Because <laughs> yeah. when I listen to Face Down, that reminded me something that DJ Quick would make. Yeah. You okay. know, that production. Who produced that? Was it Synthesis? Yeah, Synthesis, yeah. Shout How'd you him. meet him? That's That was a SoundCloud move. I was doing so many of his beats mm-hmm. that I ended up talking to him, and he ended up fucking with it. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah? So, yeah. Shout out to him. Where's he? he? He's from Cali? <sighs> I don't know where the hell you he's don't from. know. Nah, yeah, I don't he just know. make dope beats. But I did a lot you know, of his beats. That's it's such a common theme on this show. Where we will bring up a, a production that we liked from to an MC, and they'll have no idea of anything <laughs> about the producer Shit, whatsoever. Nah. We live in remarkable times. She's even you know, twenty years ago, that was impossible to do. Whereas you guys are banging out great songs with people you've never met, don't know where they live, don't know they yeah. might be catfishing you. It might be yeah. a guy, it might be a girl. You really have no idea, right? Yeah, it was just the beat was so it was a beautiful ass beat. I'm like, I need that. Mm-hmm. It just complimented my voice. I, I, don't, I don't I don't really yell. It's really a smooth shit. So yeah, yeah. I heard that. And I was like, I gotta do that. You don't do a lot of features either. Mm-mm. That's one thing I noticed. Why is that? I'm in love with my own shit, man. I, mm-hmm. I love you know it. I love that. I, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want nobody to, like, even if their verse is good, it might just throw the whole vibe off of what I'm doing, you know? Because mm-hmm. I got, like, with my whole shit, I got a whole thing with my shit, you know what I mean? So if it's just some whole different sound and tape, I don't really want nothing to do with it. I'm good. Um, You know, you did for Ibn also. That was produced yeah. by my man Johnny E. Yeah. Uh, you know, I also love Make Money, Take Money. That's yeah. another one of my favorite tracks yeah. by you. Tell us a little bit about those two songs. Um, For Ibn, uh, my little brother, really my little cousin, but I looked after him. I had him with me all the time. He uh, he got to some trouble. Ended up getting like eight years. Oh, so wow. um, it just was thoughts, you know. This was like, just I just wrote a long ass, just whatever, 40-something bars, 30-something bars. And uh, I actually met Johnny E through you. Mm-hmm. And, I, and like I saw he was doing Remaking beats Like just mm-hmm. You know Just just flipping the sample A little bit Kind of making it the same And yep, I heard yep. that I'm like I need that So I just laced that And then um, Make Money Take Money That's at the studio On Freehold too My homeboy Ryan Who good friends with My uh, DJ Poppy Jug He um He came through with the beat And he did it at first But he don't He don't rap But he just did it You know mm-hmm. That's how he's selling it Right right And um you had an odd sample, you know, like, I'm all over that shit. Yeah, And yeah. I did that right there. I ain't even write that. I, I, I straight punched in that whole shit. I ain't even write that down. Speaking of Nas, what do you say to people that compare you to Nas? Because I remember when we did the 2013 Garden State Hip Hop Cypher, mm. um, Joe College was a part of that. He bodied it. You know, it was a great event. I, I, I would love to do it, do it again. I just got to find a venue that's yeah. willing to host it. But when I was scanning through the comments, yeah. I saw that one person said, Joe College, you are not Nas. Yeah. So what do you say to those people that compare you to Nas? In so, terms of your style, your yeah. delivery? I'm not Nas. It's just some cool shit. Like, you know, I don't feel right. like I don't feel like as many rappers out there that give you a cool feeling. They might give you a druggy feeling, gangster feeling. Like, mm-hmm. you know, what there ain't too many rappers that make you feel cool, you know what I mean? And I feel like that's just what I give off. And I listen to him. I listen to like when people ask my favorite rappers, Biggie Jay Z and Nas. Like just like Jay Z said in the song. That's one rapper to me. Mm-hmm. So hey, it's just natural, I guess. I fuck with Nas. I listen to Nas. Who do you, who do you like now? You know, Biggie, Jay Z, and Nas are three all time greats. They're on the Mount Rushmore of MCs. We'd all agree on that. Who's out? You know, not not locally. You don't have to call uh-huh. names out of people locally. But who who do you like now? It's on the national scene uh-huh. that's, that's doing it for you. I think I think uh, just me being a rapper so long, I respect everybody because I know to build a fan base, this shit is hard. So I respect everybody. I can't say that. I listen to much rap though, honestly, like much. Yeah, new I remember rap. you telling me that. You know what I'm saying? Honestly, like, so I'm not what, even just what do you, saying. What do you listen? Like, what's in your in your? I was about to say tape deck, and sound yeah. like it was 1985. 
What's in your iPhone right now? Your Spotify? What um, do you, what do you, if it's not listen, rap, what do you listen to? I listen to a lot of. I listen to R and B, but I don't even call it R and B now because it got a hip hop groove to it. I listen to a lot of. Um, it's a new artist named Brent Fires. I listen to him. I listen to Sid. I listen to um, some of Frank Ocean shit. You know, just like just like the singers. You know what I mean? Um, but I'm all. I listen to a lot of old rap, and I listen to Anita Baker. I listen to Stevie Wonder. That's regular for me. That's not what I want to listen to when I want to hear some old shit. That's regular to me. Like Ron Isley is regular to me. You know what I mean? So, I I think we hear that in, in your music too, because like I said, one of the reasons why I, I like your music is because it is cool, it's laid back, it is smooth, and I love to hear artists who are anti the druggy shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, we had Gunner on who was saying the same thing. Like, it's not really hip to be on that wave. Yeah. You know, I, I never really got that. I listen to some of the music. That and you know inspires that culture and those type of artists, but at the same time, it's like that's really not that cool to me, you know. And, and the one thing I think that we we're, we haven't really seen yet because it's kind of a new wave in hip hop. How long are these guys going to be around for? You know, if Future right. and these guys are really doing what they're saying they're on their records, are they making records at forty, or do they go the way of you know the rock artists that were super drug influenced in the seventies and eighties that didn't make it to the nineties? At some point, you got to think if they're really living that crazy of a life. It's gonna catch up to them, right? And some yeah. of these guys that are hits now aren't aren't doing a twenty year anniversary tour of their album because the, whatever drug they were on got the best of them. And I think that's something we we haven't seen yet in this this subgenre of hip hop. But I think it's only a matter of time until we do. Am I right on that? Yeah, um, I feel like like a lot of people talk down on those artists. They working hard. I feel like that's the that's the the push that they have. Like we can sit back and say, "Druggy rap, druggy rap." They work hard. Like mm -hmm. future is. That's all he does from what you could tell, you know, record. So mm -hmm. um, maybe because it's more of a feeling, it ain't really more like a, intricate shit. It's more of a feeling. But whatever it is, man, I feel like Future is the exception. I feel like he's the best at that type of shit. Of that lane. You know what I'm saying? Where does ASAP so, Rocky fall in in that kind um, of thing? ASAP Rocky to me was, he's, he's the most New York I've heard in a long time for the simple fact that it wasn't about let's let's do some old sound in New York. It was about let's do some new shit. And I don't give a fuck what nobody talking about. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? That's New York more than anything to me. You know what I'm saying? So um not to put him in that New York just like he's a New York rapper, but I feel like I feel like um he can last as far like he can last as long as he wants to cuz he's cuz he's he'll always be relevant whether it's the clothes whatever he'll always be relevant so people yeah, he, always listen to what he got to say you know what i'm saying yeah. Yeah. I, I, and i think he was incredibly smart from day 1 of diversifying out of i'm a rapper but i'm also a fashion guy yeah. i'm also a business side guy i'm also going to do he could do the movies and he was the, i'm going to be in movies yeah. um and just getting that from jump and now it's going to be the point where at some point i think we might you know hopefully he has the long musical career. i'm a fan but at some point he might be like like what Ice Cube was in the 90s to today like he's making movies he's doing clothing lines he's the face of Louis Vuitton and we're talking to our kids like and they're gonna be like ASAP Rocky made music yeah. it's like yeah way back in the day he made I can music see that. I can yeah, see that yeah. shit hell yeah I definitely can see that he definitely was like I said he didn't, he didn't, held, he didn't hold himself back like oh, I wanna just make it sound like this New York so you know he said fuck that I'm gonna do what I want I feel like that's more New York than any, yeah, anything hey, you know what I, and I give him credit for too he's New York now he's yeah. the, I think it was True Life had the record the new New York yeah. but if you go to New True Life he, I, I, he's, I think he's still in jail. Is that right? Nah, yeah, he's, he's, home, he's out. Home. He's yeah. just not not recording anything or not putting out yeah. in the channels I check all the time. But um, as far as to me, ASAP Rocky represents the 2015, 16, 17 New York City as far as 
I'm a conglomerate of worldwide influences, right? Yeah. New York in the 80s and 90s was very insular, right? It was very insulated from the rest of the world. All the music that came out of New York, you know, your DJ premieres, your, your RZA, yeah. that kind of music sounded like New York City, right? ASAP yeah. Rocky, Rocky grew up in the 2000s when New York artists were barely on Hot 97. Yeah. So his influences are UGK, 8-Ball and MJG, yeah. Bone Thugs and Harmony, 3-6 Mafia, right? Yeah. So it makes sense that his music now it sounds like that, right? And yeah. also it makes sense he grew up looking at Times Square as... Not some, not what it was in the eighties and nineties, where it was just all, you know, double X movie theaters and and carjackings and crack dealers. Yeah. It was a corporate conglomerate of the world, right? Yeah. So his worldview is so much bigger than a kid that grew up in New York City twenty years earlier. Which, yeah, right. I think that's a, a, a thing where he's just he is New York to some extent. As far as I'm from Harlem, but I grew up with all these other influences, mm -hmm. right? And my music and my whole worldview was influenced by I'm gonna rep New York, but I'm gonna also go to L.A. I'm gonna go to Tokyo. I'm gonna go to Belgium. I'm yeah. gonna go to Brussels, and I'm gonna make, I'm gonna get all these influences together, and I want Harlem to like me, but I also want Europe to like me, and yeah. Asia to like me, and South America to like me. Yeah, he was ahead of the curve. New York, always ahead of the curve. That's it, right there. You know, that's everything. Tell us what happened with Made. I was having a conversation with Ronnie Ray's last week at the event, and his opinion was he just felt like nobody had to drive to keep it going, um, and you were a part of that. Um. I, I would say uh, I was friends with, with 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 some of those guys. Like so, I would appear on songs. Like they said, they go into the studio. I'll be in the studio. I would bring my song. It would be my type of song, and they would hop on it for me. You know what I mean? Mm. We kill like that. I wasn't really in the inside of, with, of 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 that, but it was just so many. It was so many people. So a lot of people locked up. A lot of people. You know what I mean? So it just it's just not as strong. The movement, I guess, didn't 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 keep keep going mm -hmm. you know what i mean but they all doing their thing individually you know and and it, even even then it, even then it was individually i don't think it, it never meant to be a group it was like let's just make an umbrella type of like this is okay the and everybody's still gonna do yeah. their solo thing yeah yeah okay that's how it was but people saw it and they thought it was just gonna be yeah a I, I thought yeah. it was like a just a, nah, a, a, nah. a music collective kind of mm -hmm. like an asap mob type yeah thing. nah nah yeah but like i said some of those guys are away free sparks Mm -hmm. um, he's going. Yeah, real talented dude yeah. too. That's a shame. Um, how many projects have you released? Um, hmm. I got Joe College, the the, the self titled. I got Live at the Barbecue, the EP. I got for my niggas, the full full mixtape. I did the Magnetic. I did Rugged but Smooth. So was that five? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. And how many videos? There's a bunch of stuff on YouTube. Yeah, I probably got about. 12, 11 videos now. Yeah, I was gonna guess between ten yeah. and fifteen, something uh, on the yeah. higher end of that. Hell yeah! Now, um, now you got it. You have to, you know. So yeah, the video content is king to some extent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and man, I I really enjoyed having you on the show. I think we're up against the clock a little bit here. Okay. What is the next? Obviously, we really liked all I want video. Talked about that a lot. Great mm -hmm. video, great song, great production, great verses. Um, what's the next thing? Is that is a project coming out? Is a new video dropping? What's the mm. next thing you and you guys have, have coming out? Um, well, at the end of All I Want, got a song called Ain't No Thing 2. Follow up to Ain't No Thing 1. Um, we gave a little snippet of that. We're going to shoot the official video soon. Um, I got the mixtape called Are You Still Down For Me? For the people that just been rocking with me, but I just I haven't put out a mixtape in a long where, time. So. Where can people get that mixtape? Is it Spotify? Is it SoundCloud? That yeah, Piff? Where do we get it? I'm thinking, I, right now I'm thinking I'm going to do Spotify, Apple Music, and all and, uh SoundCloud too Just you know For the people that want to support And the people that just want to stream mm -hmm. um, But that's coming soon um, Q, Q producing most of it I got another young guy Who I'm um, not going to say his name But I believe in him And he know I believe in him And he's going to be on the come up Because he, okay. he You know he, 
he knows what he's doing. You know what I mean? He knows music. So it'll probably be them two, and I'll be here soon. Okay, good deal. Now, if we want to catch up on social media, websites, you know, get merch, get your music, where else can we do that? We got a website, Instagram, Twitter. Where can we, where can we find you out there? Um, Instagram, Low College, L-O-W College. Twitter, Low College. Um, SoundCloud, SoundCloud slash Joe College. Um, I got the site coming soon. So it'll probably be, uh, I'll get back to you guys on the name of that. Um, yeah, those are my social networks. Uh, just follow me on there for anything else, for any updates. What about the clothes? You guys still um, making any T-shirts? My uh, my boy, I announced it here. My boy's uh, quick. He was tired of uh, having so many jobs. Like, this is what we do, this is what we do. So we made Sif Savage the, the hub. Sif Savage the whole, if you want to call it the record label, it's the whole entertainment company. And, right. he, and he's the head of that. So everything under Sif Savage would just be apparel now. You know what I mean? Okay. But Sif Savage is... Sips have entertainment. That's that's what it is. Quick CEO. That's dope. Okay, sounds good, man. Well, thanks for coming out and hanging out with the A&R Podcast. You ready to give us a hot 16? Yeah, let's, let's, hell yeah, let's do it. That's what I do. Yeah, I do it straight up. What right. you think, Rob? Yeah, 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 do your thing, bro. Listen. Listen, we don't just shine. We illuminate the whole shit straight off old shit. I straighten up and they all fold quick. There ain't too many niggas chillin', they all thugs. Don't be smiling in my presence if it ain't all love, I hate it. The Remy Martin got my eyes dilated, and the Henny got a sex drive up. Trust me, I skirt off and made the air dusty. And this rap shit is like tag, can a motherfucker here touch me? I am so smooth, so, so, so smooth on the Pro Tools. I'm not Nas, I am Olu. I am not Pac, I'm a Tulu Shakur. Rare like he who never used Google before. Rare like a unicorn, all black be my uniform. Like an eight ball through the snow and through the warm. Through the rain, through the storm. Things were the best when we were freshmen. Smell that weed all through the dorm. Sit back, relax, and listen to a poet preach. Pass pussy, pass props, pass money, pass beef, pass hoes, pass Past clothes, past Drake, past Meek. For the last time, nigga, that shit is so last week. So pull up your bootstrings. All I want is two things, and I don't know what those are, but I know who my bros are. Fuck it. I know how to spot an imposter. And that there's why Siv Sav got a slim roster. Thin pasta with the pesto hit. 85% bag and the rest go get. I'm here to take the game in a klepto grip. The best kept shooting. Never said the best don't miss. Never said the best don't bleed. The best don't need. Trying to put some kind of hope into my ghetto seeds. Trying to put some kind of hope into my ghetto love everybody got a story have you met those thugs Ooh. listen yes i just want more got it from the store and bought it to your front door try to sell it with a straight face then we made plates we just niggas trying to get it how we live straight lace 650 straight base all black finish i don't do the beef give me all last spinach went and got the watch i don't do designer sneaks but my shorty got them raf simmons though they kind of sweet the god told me everything that glitters ain't gold get a bankroll foes finna claim hold he and them ball mains and he and them plain clothes but they in them same hoes you know how the sand goes you know how the chain goes so let's make this major i'm a Fully loaded, can't shake this laser. I know a bunch of niggas trying to bite my style. Boy, you know your grandmother couldn't make this flavor. I'm the NJ rapper, never a half stepper. Running in full stride, I'm hitting that bullseye all night. That pussy feel better than four nights. I manicure, pedicure, polish is all white. Me, I'm in all black, looking so cool. Breeze hitting the gas pedal. I'm tired of letting fools breathe. This is the last time I let one of you fools live. Don't think this cool, and you don't know what cool is.
College. Ooh, Joe I, College going to overtime with I, the I end of the show freestyle. Be the best one we had so far. I, I, I think the bar has been set pretty high for everyone else is yeah, coming up in the yeah. Foxhole studio trying yeah, to rap with Joe College. He set yeah. the bar super high just now. Joe, thank you so much no for coming doubt. out. Thank you. Thanks make for sure having you, me. Make sure you check out Joe College on social media, on his upcoming website, and check out Civ Savage Entertainment. These guys do shows, they do events, they do features, they do mixtapes. Be a part of this right now before it's too big for you to be a part of. Yes, Rodney, how, what do you want to say to wrap it up? Hey, man, it was a great episode. Joe College, Civ Sav, shout out to Quick. Shout out to um, Q. Davis, everybody doing their thing, the whole campus. It's a great movement. And, uh, yo, keep supporting, man. Garden State Hip Hop, Angelo and Rod, A&R Podcast. We out. Simone.